Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Geek Awakens, where the talk is geekier than covering two cons in the same month. Uh, I'm Mitch, and joining me tonight is Matt. Hello. Tabitha. Hi. Lydia. Hi. And Pickett. Hey. So, okay, so you guys obviously can't see this because you're not watching us, you're listening to us, but um, we kind of have a slightly different setup right now since we have the entire cast here, and normally, like, my kitchen table seats four on a good day, <laughs> and there are five of us. Um, I am going to say, like, for future weeks, you guys are probably going to have to flip-flop. Why, because you said my name first for yeah, introductions? Yeah, I went in order. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're out of order to how you normally do it. Yeah. I don't know how to sit on Matt's right side, though. I always sit on the left. It's true. I mean, oh. you can even check pictures. There's photographic evidence. I'm Except always on the left. Here, though. The you other option. Right. Yeah, on that's left. true. Aww. Aww. No. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, flipping everything around? Yeah, we just put these two here, and then I'll go over there. And... But then we have to like change microphones. I mean, not tonight. Yeah. Obviously, we're not yeah. doing this tonight. But you guys I mean, are thinking way too hard. We are. This. Yeah, we are thinking way too hard about this. <laughs> that sounds typical for this group. <laughs> Um, so if you like thinking too hard, then be sure to uh, subscribe to us pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, CastBox, and Podcast Addict. Really like what you hear? Then show us the money on Patreon at patreon.com slash thegeekawakenspodcast. Thank you so much for not saying anything about Scratch. <laughs> for once. Yeah, it's still early. Uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. So, all right, so before we get started uh, with the other stuff that we're talking about tonight, um, I know, Lydia, you've got something really cool going on the next couple weeks, and it's the reason why you've been playing hooky with our show. So what's going on? What's starting tomorrow? So tomorrow, the thing I've been working on for the past couple months, uh, I am is opening night for the show that I am in. Annie Get Your Gun is going to be at Hoagland downtown. Um, we open at... I think the doors open like seven ish. Shows at eight. Tickets are twenty dollars. We run Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sundays the shows are at two p.m. It's gonna be a lot of fun. There's like cowboys and there's guns, obviously, and and, and people and, named Danny and people named Danny and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how can people get tickets? Um, they can either call Hoagland, which I don't know the phone number off the top of my head. Five, two, three arts. I believe. I think something like that. Sounds like, sounds accurate. Or they can, uh, go online to hcfta.org. I like doing that because you can actually like pick your seats. So there's that. Nice. Or you can just pick them up at the Hoagland when you get there. And did you, did you tell everybody who you're playing? I don't know. Did I? The gun? Yes, I'm the gun. gun. (laughs) That's what I heard. I am Annie Oakley. So, you know, I guess I'm kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of a look, guys, she's kind of a big deal. So unless there are like multiple people named Annie in this play, like which if there are, that's dumb. Um <laughs> <laughs> then I mean you are the Annie who gets the gun. So I mean I am. That's awesome. It's fun. I like guns. <laughs> I like weapons. So, you know, it's it's perfect. I think I might have been typecast just a little bit. Nah, it's fine. You know, but hey, I mean, if it gets you, if it gets you there, you know, then then typecast away. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. So come see me and all the rest of the awesome people that are in the cast. So, all right. So yeah. So that is, like I said, that is this weekend and next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So definitely, definitely check that out if you're in the Springfield area. So let's get started with some other stuff. We're gonna start with gut reaction tonight. 
um, so we had a couple of trailers drop this week. Uh, the first one was one that we were all very surprised to see, and that is the New Mutants trailer. I know for me, I, I'm i going to have to give this a thumb sideways right now. Like On the one hand, like it was really cool. Um, they, I think they did a really good job with the trailer, and I'm anxious to see if that'll translate to a better movie. But at the same time, I mean, this is something that we've been talking about for literally years. Like I remember when I was, you know, speaking of Hoagland and the theater center, like I was doing Robin hood when we were talking about the lays with new mutants. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm still very worried. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm still cautiously optimistic. So thumb sideways for me, pick it. Yeah, I was just yawning. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm thumbs up. Uh, this trailer looks amazing. Uh, it's actually, uh, gets actually, I'm actually excited for this movie now before I wasn't necessarily. Um, but no, I'm very, very thumbs up. Lydia. It looks really cool. Like I wasn't expecting it to be quite so like horror movie mixed with superhero ish. So it looked really cool. I'm with you though. Like we, they've been talking about this and didn't they flat out say that it wasn't happening at one point? Like, I, isn't that why we haven't talked about it in so long? Like it was, it wasn't happening for a minute, right? I think we speculated. That well, well, with fun. with with the uh, the stuff happening with Fox, I think that's where. Like, is this even going to happen now? I don't know. Um, but I think honestly, I think that's the biggest reason it's still been delayed uh, because of the the merger. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, based just off of like the trailer, thumbs up. It looks really cool. Matt. Um. <sighs> It's kind of mixed feelings because they, they've definitely talked about how they were going to up the horror aspects of this film. It definitely looks like they've done that from the trailer. If this were sadly, if sadly, if this were a gut reaction based on the trailer alone, it would be thumbs up um, because it looks dark. It looks creepy. It looks like you actually get to see some pretty kick-ass powers being used. Um, but with all of the delays with everything that we know that's happened behind the scenes in this movie, um, you know, the reshoots and et cetera, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Mitch. Um, my expectations have been tempered. Uh, so I'm going to go thumb sideways. Tabitha. Yeah. I'm in, in agreement with both of you. Um, and Lydia, uh, this looked darker. Like I know they were taking like a dark turn to this, but this looked like when this trailer first started, the first time I saw it, it was playing in the background when I was watching something else. I thought this was another shining movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, cause they were like the whole like Danny. And I'm like the shining. Didn't we just get a shining movie? And I was really confused. And I realized this was new mutants. Um, this looks seriously dark and seriously scary, and it's not what I was expecting. I am nervous, though, because it did take them so long to get mm-hmm. here. Um, I think we're just going to have to see what happens when it comes out. If it, like, like Matt said, if it was based on this trailer, I would give it a very enthusiastic thumbs up. But I hope it's not one of those cases where the trailer is the best part of the movie. Um, another trailer that actually dropped today is uh, the new Birds of, Play- Birds of Prey trailer, not Birds <laughs> of Play. That's weird. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm surprised I'm about to say this, but I'm giving this a thumbs up. It's, I feel like it's finally like we're seeing more of these other characters and everything like that. Um, I think that, I think that we're seeing a Harley that's similar to, um, the Harley Quinn that's on uh, DC universe, which I'm surprised that I'm liking that show as much as I am uh, a couple episodes behind, but whatever. But, um, 
I just, I really like, I I don't think this is going to be one of those movies for me where it's like, I have to see this opening night. This definitely is not going to be a movie that we come back here and have a whole <laughs> episode dedicated to it. It ain't going to be like that. But I, I kind of feel like it's going to be, for me, very similar to Suicide Squad, where it's like, I recognize it's this is not going to be a great movie, but it's going to be a fun movie. So thumbs up. Pick it. Um, I'm really torn. Um, I like Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn, but I just don't know how I feel about this movie yet. I'm going to give it a thumb sideways because I'm I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Lydia, I'm with you. I'm surprised that I'm saying this, but I'm going thumbs up like it. The more I see of it, the more it looks fun and quirky. And whether you love Harley Quinn or hate her, like this just looks fun. And I kind of want to see like what you get out of the other characters because you got more of it in this trailer than you have before. But I feel like there's still going to be more in the actual movie. Matt, can you stop trying to hit me with the microphone? I'd appreciate that. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Um. We first heard about this movie, it was an absolute thumbs down because we've had way too much Harley Quinn already. Um, But this trailer gives a different perspective on Harley Quinn. It gives more of the Harley Quinn that we saw in that trailer for the DC Universe show. Um, She's she's sick of the crap from Joker. She's over it. She's moved on. Um, She's strong. She's, you know, kicking ass. it's not what I expected initially from this, um, but I'm still, I, I don't know what to make of this whole thing in general, so I'm going to go thumb sideways. Um, I did watch this. I know there was some debate <laughs> on if I would or if I would not. Um, I did decide to watch this eventually. Um, I like the, the way they're going with Harley because God knows I can't stand the Harley-Joker relationship being portrayed as healthy, which it is, and it drives me insane. But, guys when the only redeeming quality of a movie trailer is a hyena in a bathtub, I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Like this looks like it's trying too damn hard to be a kick-ass lady movie. Like you can have a kick-ass lady movie without it being like, Hey, look at me. I'm a kick-ass lady movie. This is literally like that should be the subtitle of this film. Harley Quinn, a kick-ass lady movie. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a kick-ass lady movie. That's the name of this movie. Should we look at Harley Quinn? Oh, my God. You are not going to be able to help it now because she's going to be freaking everywhere. I just... She already is. Like, (laughs) I don't know that this is a redemption... I I feel like they're playing it like a redemption story because people were irritated by her portrayal in Suicide Squad. And they're like, but what if she breaks up with him and then she cries and eats spray cheese and then goes on an adventure? Like, if I wanted to watch someone cry and eat spray cheese, I'd put on Titanic and sit in my living room. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this. But I do like that. I do like that hyena. That was good. The hyena named Bruce. I mean, come on. Like, that's better than that. So Named it after that wing fella. <laughs> thumbs, thumbs down. Also, Margot Robbie's voice makes my teeth hurt at all times, but especially in this trailer. Stop faking a Jersey accent. Just stop it. Talk like a normal human. I'm done now. <laughs> you sure? No. <laughs> uh, Matt, let's talk about Willow. Um, so back and forth. I'm sorry. Don't you oh. dare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, if I was going to start imitating a Willow, it's my foot hurts. Um, I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> 
Aspen smacked me. <laughs> I'm hungry. I mean, this is not the same Willow. I mean, mine would be the Willow from Buffy, where she kills a man and then says, "Bored now." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Um, so the beloved Willow movie, uh, apparently is getting a series on Disney plus, uh, there was a simple tweet from Jonathan Kasdan confirming that pre-production was underway. His tweet just says the office is open and it's a bulletin board with a hat with, uh, Willow on the hat. Um, Willow never had a cinematic sequel. There were apparently a couple of books that came out. Um, So there's no information on what this is going to be in relation to Willow, but there will be a Willow series on Disney plus. This is one of those things I just, I I, I don't think we need. Um, Like, are we, are we that far out of ideas that we just have to continue with beloved series or beloved movies from our childhood and ruin them again and again and again. So thumbs down. Tabitha. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Like you guys have heard me complain 5,000 times at this point about the inability to, for Hollywood to come up with original ideas like hashtag leave Willow, Willow alone. Just let it rest. Let the original be the classic and the final movie thumbs down. Uh, I'm going to give this a thumb sideways. Um, I, I, Totally understand both of your points. At the same time, though, um, especially with Disney Plus and with, you know, the just the sheer money that Disney is both spending and also getting with the streaming service. I mean, if you think that they're listening to our pleas to leave our childhood alone, then you are sorely mistaken. Um, this is just this, this is just the beginning. But pick it. I'm also thumbs down. I, I'm craving original material so bad, and we're just not getting it all across the board. So, yeah, thumbs down. Lydia. Mm, thumbs sideways, because, yeah, we need original stuff, like leave the classics alone, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it that thumbs sideways. Excuse me, Tabitha, let's go to Brides of Dracula. Oh, God, do we have to? Okay, so... Uh, you, this was your idea. No, but every time I think about this, I just get angry. Okay. <laughs> That's so, the most fun stories that you have, is the ones that you bring to us, and then you're like, I'm angry about this. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually angry about everything, so it checks out. Um, Riverdale creator Roberto Aguirre Sasca is set to produce a pilot called The Brides for ABC. Um, it's going to be a show focusing on Dracula's Three Brides from the original book. And I'm just going to read you guys the press release because this almost had me. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Bringing some classic literature into like tween TV. Let me, let me, let me, let me see what happens. But then I read the press release and it said the following. Um, the series is a sexy contemporary reimagining of Dracula. <laughs> womp womp about a non-traditional family that revolves around a trio of powerful fem- female leads like Riverdale a contemporary reimagining of the Archie Comics universe, The Brides is described as a soap opera that will contain strong horror elements. So just to translate, no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, This evidently made the rounds of rumors back in 2015 for NBC, but nothing ever came about. And I mean, a pilot doesn't guarantee that we're going to get a show, but it does mean we're going to get a cast and a director and everything else. And at least that one episode and this 
they had me for a second and but that I I can't like I don't know that I have ever thought about or needed a contemporary a sexy contemporary reimagining of anything less than Dracula so thumbs down yeah it sounds like it's gonna suck thumbs down (laughs) (laughs) is that the first game of the year Congratulations, Mitch. No, the first shame of the year was the infinity shames that Mitch got. That was was last year, though. That was still technically 2008. Yeah, technically. That's the first time I've rang the bell in 2020. It's a new decade, Mitch. (laughs) Congratulations. Bringing in the shames with Mitch. Um, uh, I'm also thumbs down. Um, You had me until soap opera. Lydia. Yeah, thumbs down. Sexy reimagining of Dracula, soap opera. That just all sounds like a bad, bad time. Matt. Dracula is one of my all-time favorite novels. Um, And the idea of exploring other aspects of the story of Dracula is inherently interesting to me until you're going to make a contemporary rom-com ABC family sexy contemporary reimagining. I don't think we said any words that were different. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs down. Uh, Tabitha, let's stick with you and the nanny musical. Okay. This actually brings me joy. Okay. So Fran Drescher and Rachel Bloom are teaming up to create a musical version of the nanny. Which, I mean, we all know what the nanny is. Perfect 90s television. <laughs> Not even mad. I love Fran Drescher. <laughs> um, Drescher's going to be writing a book. And Rachel Bloom, who was the um, lyricist for My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend the Musical, will be writing the lyrics. And Adam Seschlinger from Crybaby will be doing the music. And Mark Bruni, who directed Beautiful, the Carol King musical, is going to direct. So they've got some huge names from Broadway associated with this project. Um, nobody has been cast, but Fran Drescher said, said the following. I just, I love this. Nobody is cast yet. We're plotting, but we feel confident we'll find a fabulous actress who is funny, charming, and has a great voice. Of course, I would do it myself, but I, we'd have to change the title to The Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Um, I want this. I want a cast recording. I want to see this live. Like, I love everything about The Nanny. Um, also, I would give just about anything for Fran Drescher to play the role of her mom yeah. <laughs> in, in the production because I think that would be fantastic because she's not old enough to play her grandma, but she is definitely old enough at this point to play her mom. All that crazy leopard print, like, give it to me. Yes. Uh, giant thumbs up for this. I'm going to have to give this a thumb sideways. I mean, I really enjoyed the uh, the original series, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. There's just something about this. It's like, is it... I, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't have a good feeling about this. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I had a similar feeling with uh, Mean Girls, and I know that that's been mm-hmm. super popular. Um, we'll see. Pick it. Uh, I'm thumbs up, even though my previous statement did say I want original material. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's enough original material music alone for a musical that uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. Lydia. When I, re- I originally saw the like story for this, I was like, hmm, as cool as it sounds, do you really need that? But like hearing all of that, like how many like good people they have behind Mm -hmm. this and just the idea that maybe she might be like involved somehow. She needs to be the mom. Now that you said that she needs to do that. Like this just sounds fun. Thumbs up. Matt. So the nanny was a guilty pleasure 
I guess, if you will, of my childhood. I'm not really sure why I enjoyed this show, but I did. Like, if it was on, I was sitting there watching it. Um, what, you judging me? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I just, I, I do. I think this will be fun. Um, I think with the names attached, it's in good hands. So I'm going to go thumbs up. So there is a report that uh, HBO is developing for their HBO Max um, streaming service, a uh, series based on Blue Beetle. And there are, that's that's all the information that we know, but there are two different iterations of this character. Um, there, the, the speculation is that it's going to be the uh, Jamie Reyes uh, incarnation, which uh, basically he's got a wide range of superpowers because of a, alien uh, scarab that's embedded in his body um there is also a different blue beetle that is ted cord that is kind of like the i don't want to say sidekick of booster gold but for me like we don't know which blue beetle they're talking about for me i'd like for it to be the ted gold one because hey that also or ted core because hey that means boost booster gold but i don't think that's what it's going to be i'm giving it a thumb sideways only because we don't know for sure yet pick it uh I, I, I have to echo you. Um, uh, I, I would prefer to be the other one only because I'd rather see Booster Gold as Booster Gold and not just in a movie with the Blue Beetle. Lydia. I'm indifferent. I don't even know who these characters are. And it's HBO, which I'm never going to have. So thumbs sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Um, I'm actually going to go thumbs up on this because I like when I don't know essentially anything about blue beetle blue beetle or booster gold um but when these studios have the opportunity to explore some of these b-list i guess if you will characters um i think you you can sometimes end up with some of the best content um i think that ant-man is a perfect example of that if if marvel hadn't sold off uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men rights, then there's no way that we would have ever seen Ant-Man in the Infinity Saga. Uh, and he's a fantastic, fabulous addition to it. So just along those lines, I think some of the times, like I said, some of those uh, tertiary characters may bring some of the best content. So thumbs up. Tabitha. I will only watch anything Booster Gold production if Nathan Fillion is playing Booster Gold. Also, I'm <laughs> not paying $16 for HBO Max. They can suck it. So thumbs down. <laughs> Fair. Um, Matt, uh, we're going to close out Gut Reaction with you and Pringles? Pringle Rick? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so Pickle Rick is coming back and not in new season of Rick and Morty. Adult Swim um, and Rick and Morty are working with Pringles and have announced a partnership where Pickle Rick Pringles are going to be a real thing. They will, the can will feature Pickle Rick's face. The snack will be, as they say, a unique flavor all its own. Um, these Pickle Rick Pringles are going to hit shelves around the time of the Super Bowl, early February. Uh, and we're getting a 30-second advertisement that's going to air during the Super Bowl about said chips. Rick and Morty's hilarious, but I don't do flavored chips. And the idea of any kind of pickle-ish flavored chips, that's a big thumbs down for me. You had me at pickle flavored chips. Um, I love pickle flavored chips because they've been around for a hot second. 
because they're Lay's and they're delightful. Um, I'd love a good Pringle, so I'm going thumbs up. Now, but it says it's a unique flavor all its own. So do we know for sure it's, that it's going to be a pickle? It's probably going to be like a spicy pickle is my guess. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, pickle Rick. because pickle Rick, it's not, I mean, what else are they going to do? Szechuan sauce. Um, they tried that, remember? It was a thing. But uh, I'm, oh man, I'm going to have to give this a hard thumbs down. <laughs> uh, I don't like pickles in any, any iteration. I don't like, I hate the taste of pickles. Um, that said, if I see them and get my hands on them, uh, you better believe that we are going to be trying them at LodgeCon. Because LodgeCon will be the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, and we're we're planning a couple things for there. So yeah, I'm going to... <laughs> Put my distaste for pickles. I'm you're hearing it here first. I'm gonna sacrifice myself for the show. You're all welcome. Uh pick it. You had me at Pringles. <laughs> which was like the first thing you said. <laughs> and then pick it, stop listening. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I I'm excited. I I like new flavors of like random stuff like chips and whatnot. Uh so I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it will be uh like pickle flavor, but I'm sure like how said it'll probably be like spicy or something. I'm down. Yeah, yeah thumbs up. Lydia. I'm with you. I love pickle chips. I love pickles in general. But the thing that lost me was the unique flavor thing. Like, my mind is just thinking person, pickle. I don't want that Mm. flavor on a chip. Thank you. Mm, Rick flavored. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to go with them sideways because that, yeah. The wording on that just left a whole different kind of thought in my head that I'm not happy about. <laughs> Once fair. you pop, you can't stop. Bitch. Oh. Oh. One step too far every time. Do you expect anything less, guys? Let's be honest. No, I expect something more. <laughs> <laughs> two steps too far? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't give me that avenue. Don't give me that avenue. So, speaking of going, like, too far. um, So, we've got a um, press release from Vault uh, that Money Shot uh, number one, two, and three are going back to print. Number one is going to receive its third printing, and then issues two and three will receive their second printing. Uh, These will all... uh, come in stores on February 5th, which is going to be the same date as um, Money Shot number four being released. So hmm. I know we've talked about Money Shot a few times in the past, and it's it's a really fun series. <laughs> and uh, clearly, it's uh, people are agreeing because it's Otherwise going back for... putting it back in print. Yeah. yeah so um, very cool for Vault. Uh, we did get a chance to read. We actually we got this email earlier today, and we got a chance to read something from Silver Sprocket. It's called Big Punk, and it's by Janelle Hessig. Uh, it's available now in uh, comic book shops, uh, indie places, or direct from Silver Sprocket. Just to give the quick description of it, uh, it says, uh, Fed up with wealthy techies destroying the formerly gritty culture of Fog City, a punk lady moves out to the sticks to soothe her soul. Though she is only looking to escape, a mysterious and hairy stranger disrupts her plans and causes her life to change in unexpected ways. So... <laughs> <laughs> here's he, here's the thing and especially like with a lot of the other stuff that we've read from silver sprocket their stuff is out there <laughs> and and i say that as a good thing for me um it's one of those things that like 
you know, like with characters like Harley Quinn and Deadpool, things like that, you know, like you get things that are, you know, you get characters that are like quirky just to be quirky, you know, and I feel like Silver Sprocket kind of like, I don't think they do that just to be quirky. I think that they intentionally push envelopes, push boundaries, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, that said with, with this, with, uh, with big punk, it's a, um, it's a very short read. In fact, I know a couple of you guys didn't get a chance to read beforehand, but you were like, were able to read it pretty quickly. Uh, what, what did you guys think? I'm out not there. sure what we read. Uh, it was <laughs> out there. It, you know, listen, listen, this was a fun read. It was fun. Um, it was easy to read. Um, and uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, aesthetically the book. Uh, the story was weird, uh, but I, I'm not saying it was a bad weird. It was just weird. Yeah, I like I'd read another one, which and it sounds like we're getting an issue, too, which I'm with this. And I and I don't want to spoil anything <laughs> big, even though I mean, it's, it's already out there now. But like um, <laughs> uh, with. Uh, with the um the ending that we got, like I'm interested to see more of this new dynamic that this character has. Yes. Yeah. See, the problem is, like, I'm not sure what I read. Like, it was so odd, and there are so many like little details in the background that I didn't necessarily need. Well, I'm gonna be reading it again. Yeah. Because it's like you guys are talking about. I'm like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. How did I miss that? It was such a short book, but you know, there's little little things in the pictures, and it, it really it's it was really well done. Yeah. I will say, and I'm going to get to you guys too. Um, for me, like I, I do wish that it was longer, you know? Yeah. It, it was a fun, quick read, you know, whatever. But like, I feel like I wanted more of a, more of a backstory. I wanted to know more about this person and you know, whatever, not just like a, Hey, here in one page, like, Oh man, I'm tired of fog city. I'm leaving. Tell me why, you know? But what Tabitha, what did you think? See, I usually like a good backstory, but with this, it was almost like reading a comic strip, like something yeah. very quick, very punchy, lots of little details in the background that you wouldn't notice if this was a longer read. Like if this had been like an actual like graphic novel or even just a full issue comic, um, like a normal length full issue comic, um, you would have missed all that stuff because then you would have been focused on like the other things that were going on. And this just gave you like these short, quick burst of a view into this one person's like life and their journey. And like, if I, I wish there were more things like this, it was almost like reading a cool web comic. Like remember when web mm -hmm. comics first became a mm -hmm. thing, like that's what this felt like to me. And I really enjoyed it. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I have to agree. Um, it was definitely, I, I guess odd is maybe kind of the right word. Um, and it didn't quite go where I expected it to. So I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens after the ending that we got. But yeah, like I, I, I want to go back and look and find some of those those details that you kind of don't see the first time because you're kind of just getting the story, you know, from the beginning. So again, not to spoil anything, but if you've been listening to the show for a long time, um, this might be a little bit of a spoiler if you are able to connect with us. I'm about to place in front of you. But is this kind of like a continuation of that story of that one senator, like that one senator oh, race that we no. had like a few years back? You know, when I was reading this, I actually thought about that and I'm like, oh my God, I'm having a flashback to that book. And then I was like, wonder if they were influenced by that. And I kind of like want to contact the author and be like, hey, have you heard of? But I also kind of don't because I feel like it might be rude. Well, and... yeah, it's a funny story. <laughs> but then, right. hey, they might like 
get together and collaborate and do we really want that in the world, Lydia? No, no, we don't. I mean, I'm I wouldn't be opposed to. I it. know Pickett was looking for new content, so <laughs> oh no. So yeah, so definitely if you if you are able to find Big Punk out in the wild, or if <laughs> <laughs> really, I hear it's pretty hard to find. <laughs> Um, if you, if you are able to find it either in, you know, a bookstore or if you just find it online, you know, like definitely take the, take the time to read it. It's a fun read. It's like, like we've all said, it's out there. So, I mean, you know, if you, if you get your panties in a bunch easily, then maybe this book isn't for you, but I was once told that we could find it somewhere, but all I found is an empty space where it was (laughs) going a little too far. A little bit. It's all right. It's a little bit too far. I was I was eyeballing Tabitha the whole time because I didn't want to like, I didn't want to be shamed. You didn't want see. I say things to get shamed. Uh, see, I, I I felt like I had to say it. I don't know why I had to say it, but I had to say it. But at the same time, I was afraid to say it. it was I think a whole it is thing. like deathly afraid of me in that belt. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. It's, it's just Which it's is, just her in relation to the shame bell. Absolutely. Like I'm not afraid of Tabitha as a person. Oh, I am. It's just odd because <laughs> yeah. it's a monster that you created. I know it. <laughs> Yeah, this is your fault. Pickettenstein's monster. That what my shirt should be. Should we change my name? <laughs> yes. Can we can we make a shirt by C two E two? Yes. Yeah. I mean, do you know how long it takes to make a shirt? Because I think it's less than a month. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, to be fair, like I did make that one T shirt. I don't even remember what. I still have it. Like when you weren't you weren't there one week, and so I made the T shirt in your honor. And like I made it in like five minutes. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I think I blocked that out. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we were at the uh we were at Pickett Studio. Mm-hmm. Which one? Oh the the condo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, we haven't we haven't gotten a good off the rails moment in in a while. Like where we just That's like true. get way separated from everything. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a yeah. We're talking about making t shirts right now. I mean we can't get any farther away from our subject matter. Right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, Big Punk, Silver Sprocket, out now. Find it, read it, love it, etc. I actually forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because we went so far off the rails. So far. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> moving on. Um, Christian Bale is in talks to be cast in Thor, Love and Thunder. That was from The Hollywood Reporter. We don't know what potentially he could be playing. I think this is interesting. And there's there's speculation that he'd be playing Beta Ray Bill, which I would be huh. I would be okay with. Um I know Lydia you're probably going to tap out on this one, but like but for you guys, who do you want Christian Bale to play in the new Thor movie? Beta Ray Bill is a very interesting possibility. I mean, I know that they've talked about the possibility of him appearing in the new movie. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I And for, for those who aren't familiar, Beta Ray Bill, he's basically like the long term. He's a Thor in a different universe. Yep. So um, that's really all that you need to know in this instance. But yeah, I mean, he's in he's a non-human Thor. Right. From yeah. another universe. Almost kind of looks hum- dinosaur-ish. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's humanoid. Yeah. Except for the face. Right. But if it's kind of like a horse kind of face, like very, yeah, it's like very long. Okay. It's an elongated face. Yeah. 
Oh, I was, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say it. I was going to make a Sarah Jessica Parker joke. Oh. <laughs> but I guess I still made the joke you didn't, yeah. without you making you it. You just talk about making it. Yeah. Mm. I still got the reaction I wanted. So, um, But yeah, so if it's, <laughs> if it's not Beta Ray Bill, then like who, who else could it be? I really don't know because at this point we don't we don't have any plot details for Love and Thunder, so I don't really know which direction they're going. I don't know what kind of villain they would be including. Um, I, I I don't know what other tertiary characters they could include. So I don't. I I mean it could be pretty much anybody, especially the way that Marvel movies work, and the already speculated rumors of the character that's going to be included in the next Doctor Strange movie. Like, if if they bring in Namor in Doctor Strange, I mean, then the, the, the possibilities for who they could include in a Thor movie are even more widespread. Now, one other thing to kind of bring up, too, like with Christian Bale, I mean... He was Batman for a hot second. So, I mean, if he does get cast as somebody in this new Marvel movie, um, does he do you think that this is a one off one movie character or does he become another? You know, like, let's and I'm just throwing it out there. I just because you mentioned mm. more like what if like he gets cast as that and is you know, that it sets him up for something with a multi-picture deal with Marvel and then becomes, you know, like it, like we've seen in the past with like uh, Chris Evans and like a few other people mm-hmm. where you have where you are superheroes in both DC and Marvel. But do you do that with somebody who was Batman? Normally, I would say no, but I think that Christian Bale's Batman is far enough in the past now where it's not the same type of situation um, as if you were to already take Ben Affleck and put him in a Mar- Marvel movie. I completely think you're completely wrong. Um, so that's what I've been thinking this whole time is, okay, so the people who are into superhero movies now are either younger kids or people our age. In this room, if you're thinking about Batman, other than thinking Michael Keaton, because we're all thinking Michael Keaton. Adam West. Or Adam, or Adam West, like someone from our like quote unquote our time, like you're thinking Christian, Christian Bale, Bale yeah. which right. I can't argue that. So if you're, but like that generation of people are not going to be able to see him as anything but Batman. Like I've seen the man in like indie pictures since then, and all I see is Batman. Batman. I'm just sitting there like, what are you doing, Batman? I'm like, where's your cape, bro? Like that's I, right. I watched the Newsies and saw Batman. Right, like anything I you know, see. That was weird. We just watched Little Christian Women, Bale's and I was like, "Hey, Bruce Wayne, how <laughs> you doing?" Is the uh, like the main character in the Newsies? Oh, in, well, I haven't of, ever actually watched it. it it's it's was it on? It's on Disney. Disney, Disney, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah, watch it. But well, watch movie, you yeah, watch the, both of them. The the movie and the musical. The movie is yeah. movie's really fun. Musical I enjoyed as well. But yeah, like I just I think this like I think it's too soon still for him to play another superhero because I mean, when I say Batman, who thinks Ben Affleck? If you say yes, you have to leave Mitch's house. Kicking you out of Mitch's house because yes, nobody Mitch. here thinks. Yes. <laughs> no, because she will make me leave my own house. 
This is why Mitch is afraid of me. Um, but nobody, nobody thinks Ben Affleck. I don't care how recently he's played Batman. No one considers Ben Affleck their Batman. It's like Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck considered himself his Batman. Right. Ben Affleck and uh, Val Kilmer. Like no one, no one. You're like, who's your Batman? No one says Ben Affleck. No one says Val Kilmer. And it's okay to say George Clooney. It is. It's totally fine. It's more okay to say George Clooney than it is to say Ben Affleck. Bat nipples uh, included. 100% agree. Uh, that being said, I disagree with your overall thought. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, my, my, my thought process is more along the lines of, as long as he's not doing another DC film. And I'm sure that he's not. Uh, that would be, that, I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, different, it's a different studio. It's a different whole range of comic book movies. No, fuck, yeah, go for it. No. I get what you were saying, though, because, like, with him, yeah, you think of Batman when you hear Christian Bale. Like, Chris Evans, he's been in DC and he's been in Marvel now, but if you think Chris Evans now, you think Captain America, you don't think of Johnny from Fantastic Four. Now, are you okay with him being just, like, a non-superhero character? Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I have no beef with Christian Bale's acting skills. Like, I just don't think he needs to be a lead character in another superhero movie. While it might be a little bit far removed this soon after portraying Batman, because I don't, it's not that I doubt his acting ability. The man's a genius, but I just, I don't think I could see it. Like I'm going to look at him and be like, you're in the wrong universe. Like, and I think the majority of people are going to think that. Let me ask you this. I mean, it was already brought up. Is that how you view um, Chris Evans? Is Chris Evans Johnny Storm or is he Captain America? No, but I mean, Johnny Storm was a one-off. Like, that was a one-done, bam, bam, bam there like... Were, there, were, there were a couple movies. Yeah, yeah. but it's... I mean, there, I mean it, that's not many, like a prolific movie two? series. Yeah. yeah. Two movies? Yeah, but... How many Batman movies were there? Three. Three with were there three? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there are three. But, like, well, at the same time, it's Fantastic Four, like... Those could be in the dumpster fire portion of everything. I mean, those are not; those are admittedly not good films. They like, are they're just films. not. You're not but wrong. the Batman movies are the Batman movies when you sit down to watch a Batman trilogy for people of like a certain age group. See, I don't know. For me personally, to this day, if I think about classic Batman, it's it's Keaton. It's, well, yeah. It, it's and, and if I think the first people I think of are the are Batman Returns was my first Batman movie I watched. Uh, so where it's at for me so um speaking of actors playing different um characters in different franchises matt what's going on with keanu reeves day so apparently it's a holiday we didn't know we needed (laughs) maybe um (laughs) may 21st of 2021 is currently being Build, if you will, as Keanu Reeves Day. Uh, they are the set release dates for Matrix Four and John Wick Four. Well, I'm waiting so, for Mitch to say something. No, it's all right. See, all right, he's got a brew, and it's fine. Double dose of John Wick, or of not John Wick, of uh, Keanu Reeves movies on that day. To the point where people have started a countdown for how many days we have left until Keanu Reeves Day. Seriously? Yes. It's like 560-something or something like that. Well, yeah, because it just started 2020. Yeah. Like, you don't need a countdown for something that's not happening until next year. 
So yeah, like once once we get into the under the year, like okay, fine, whatever. Um, Past that's a bit excessive. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and and don't get this wrong, I'm not I'm not hating on the Matrix Four. I mean, I've never seen any of the Matrix movies, but I mean, I'm not I'm not hating on that. It's the uh, John. I'm, I'm just <laughs> done. But you know what? Okay, fine. For for Keanu fans, I'm I'm happy for you. I mean, I'm happy for Keanu. I think he's a decent human being, but I don't know that we need a we need a day for Keanu. A, a day for Keanu. I am surprised though that they are, you know, that one of the studios didn't say, "Hey, maybe let's do this on a different day." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know? I mean, it feels like a lot of competition. They're almost like the bait. same genre too. Like, exactly. Uh, I, I realize the Matrix is more sci-fi and the other definitely more action, but uh. Keanu is being Keanu in both of them. So, so unless they're just banking on like the popularity he has right now, because face it, like he's everywhere right now, on, yeah. especially on the internet. So unless they're just like, hey, he's as popular as he is now, let's do this, and we'll just get all the money for both of our studios. Yeah, Yay! How, how many people are like, I'm going to go see two movies this weekend? I'm gonna see them back to back. Oh, I bet you get a lot of people to do that. Oh my god! Wish I had that much if time. If I had my money, hands. I would yeah. do it. If I had the oh. money to see more than one movie at a time, I would. You've you've got a year to save up, Pickett. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many days? Five hundred and. Uh, I'd have to look. They were like five hundred and. So yeah, so what? A quarter a day. You got enough, and you might even have enough left over for some popcorn. Oh well, then I'm in. Okay, let me ask you guys this: What? What film wins that weekend? Because obviously one of those two films is going to win that weekend. Ooh. John Wick. I, as it much as I hate to say it, it's going to be John Wick. I'll tell you what. If this was 10 years sooner, Matrix. I would say Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and honestly, The Matrix, I don't even know how I feel about it. A fourth one, they were so far removed from like the original idea of The Matrix in uh, the last movie that I don't know where they're going to go with it now. 498 days until Keanu Reeves Day. Woo! Okay, so, so maybe... we thought. Yeah, so maybe bumped up that up to thirty cents a day. Pick it. Well, let me let me do some math here. <laughs> for less than the cup, of, for less than the price of a cup of coffee a day, you too can. <laughs> if I took a quarter a day for four hundred and thirty-two, four hundred ninety-eight. Oh, oh, let me four hundred and ninety-eight. That would give me hundred and twenty-four fifty. I think would be. Fun. Oh, so oh, we yeah. could all go. Yeah, yeah. I could everybody. <laughs> take everybody. I'm not seeing John Wick. Mitchell, I think Mitch yeah. either. Yeah. We'll set that out. Even we'll if I sit, sit look, guys, we can watch something else. Yeah, yeah. you can sit us to it. Even if movie. I saved a quarter a day for the next 489 days, 98, day, 99, 98. 98 days, you wouldn't do it? No. I mean, if no. if I you did it, I would save, I, I would. Like, I'm just saying, I'm thinking about starting a, a big bucket, just putting a quarter in every single day. I will go with you and sit in a different theater from the John Wick movie. I refuse. To give I, that money, movie, movie franchise, any of my, any of my or your money. I would behalf. watch it because you know you took the the time and the, the quarters to save it. Um, but yeah, a I probably won't be happy about it. B <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna watch two and three, so I'm not gonna know anything that's going on. And C, you're probably gonna have to buy me some popcorn or like. I mean, know. I'll have enough. Yeah. <laughs> popcorn and drinks all around. Well, the popcorn, we share the popcorn, but the drinks all around. I'm just okay. saying. Unless, unless, there, unless we go to the 12 or the mm-hmm. 8 and we want alcohol, then probably yeah. not. I'd have to be drunk already if we're yeah. going to make you watch it. Yeah, Look, know. I'll help you pregame. Yeah. Whatever we need to do to make this happen, I'm in. Uber to the movie theater? All right, so. 
Maybe something else that we could do if we decide not to see John Wick 4, maybe we can color in the Baby Yoda coloring book. Oh, we totally can. Okay, so my plan today was to bring you guys coloring sheets because they're available online and I was going to print them off and do this real cute thing. And then I forgot that I had to work at my work. So (laughs) I did not do that. Darn. I know, right? But... Since Baby Yoda is my new religion, um, you can color Baby Yoda. Vulture.com teamed up with illustrator Martin G to create an unofficial Baby Yoda coloring book. Um, you can print out all six scenes online through Vulture's website, or you can honestly just Google it because that's what I did, um, and print them from the images. But they're super adorable. All of them show Baby Yoda doing, you know, Baby Yoda things, real cute Baby Yoda things. And and just being just being <laughs> precious and wonderful and perfect, and I'm I I I like I said I think I'm gonna try to have a Baby Yoda story every week until the Mandalorian comes back. Guys, I don't even Star Wars, and I am like living for these Baby Yoda memes. They are so oh stinking cute. You don't even have to Star Wars. Just there's a YouTube video that's. It's just cutscenes of all the Baby Yoda scenes from The Mandalorian, and it's totally worth your time. I it's need this like in my life. Forty-five minutes long, you'll be totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, with this, you know, being January, you know, New Year, New You, whatever. So is the Baby Yoda news desk replacing the Lin Manuel Miranda news desk? Um, I think we're just adding on to we're it. We're just adding on because just I, another I can't, department. Do you I need a separate news desk? I'm just gonna do like on like the news from like the eighties where you'd see them like spin to like do like yeah, Siri to, to like the other camera. So I'm going to get like a two sided desk and just like have my Lin-Manuel Miranda face this way. My baby Yoda face this way. They look very similar, but one has like a slightly different look to it. <laughs> so, um, did you guys see the, uh, and I posted the Facebook page today. Did you see that somebody made Yoda, but like with human skin. I did. It's I saw terrifying. the thing, but it, I didn't open it. Don't. It's yeah. no, no. horrifying. Yeah. You'll never be the same. Just yeah. don't even. I'm I, I'm not happy with what I, I tried noticed. to not see it and then ran across it accidentally anyways, and I can't unsee that. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord. Oh. oh. That is that is not okay. That is I not... told you not to look, Lydia. <laughs> That is like a gremlin gone horribly wrong. Yes, that great. Somebody fed Yoda after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) That poor frog. I wasn't even mad. Like, usually I have, like, feelings when, like, other, like, live creatures are, like, being eaten in movies. I was like, he just wants a snack. (laughs) I mean, there was that one moment where the kids looked at him funny and he uh, spit it back out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I gotta get on the show. You haven't watched The Mandalorian? I, I keep trying to... We'll talk later. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, I don't know if the, an episode of that show went by where I didn't go, oh, like. Uh, <laughs> nope, there wasn't. Every time Baby Yoda is on screen, I'm just. Wait, maybe the first episode was Baby Yoda in the first episode? Yeah, at the very end. At the very end? Yeah. Okay, then yes. No, none of the episodes went by without that sound. Yeah, I just. Uh, <laughs> like every, everything Baby Yoda all the time, always. So. Moving on, um, we've got just, we're, we're running short on time. So um, Chris Hemsworth has donated a uh, million dollars to um, help the ongoing, well, not help the 
fire, and I'll show you. But <laughs> right. To, <laughs> help right. To help the efforts to he stop. He just threw it right in. It just right. helped with the burn. Uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so if you guys haven't seen this, like the Australia is like literally burning. Um, it's it's burned over 16 million acres. Uh, to date, over 2,500 buildings have been destroyed. And the fires ha- have claimed over two dozen victims. I've also seen where, like, in terms of, like, wildlife, like... Oh, a, over a million? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think close to a billion animals, animals have, have died yeah. in this fire. Oof. Oh, my gosh. There's um, a lot of animals that are now going to be on the endangered list mm-hmm. because of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for sure. I mean, if there's... And I know with us being located in central Illinois, there's not a whole lot that we can do to, to help this cause. But, I mean, but... If there's anything that you can do, if there's anything you can spare and donate, I mean, like, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I actually happened to see too today. This is related, um, but Metallica is pledging seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars towards relief efforts as well. I saw that Selena Gomez did something similar. Like these celebrities that have all this money are stepping up, and like you see that every once in a while, and sometimes it feels like a PR stunt, but sometimes it doesn't. And this is one of those times when it doesn't. Yeah. Right. Um, Did you also see like Lizzo also Mm -hmm. was like helping? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been having to avoid some things on the internet because like the post of like the charred animals that are floating around the internet, like I can't handle it. So I'm like, just like, I I don't like to be blind to what's happening in the world. But at the same time, like I can't be sitting at my desk crying all day. No, that that would would be not good. (laughs) You could. I mean, sometimes I do, but they might usually work. No. 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 Worth a shot. No. No. Unless I was profusely bleeding, I'm pretty sure I'd still have to be there. Even then, they'd be like, "Eh, "You got a bandaid somewhere? (laughs) Here's some paper towels." (laughs) Tabitha, let's talk about uh, Young Frankenstein. So ABC keeps trying to make these live musicals happen, and I need them to stop. Um, ABC has announced that its next production is going to be Young Frankenstein. Um, This will be a live TV version of the 2007 production based on the Mel Brooks movie. Um, We don't have an air date or any casting news or anything, but like I said, I just I really need ABC to stop doing this. Um, They keep saying that these productions have been successful because of the number of viewers that they're bringing in. I don't think that's what counts. Uh, Well, I. I think it's because people t- tune in to watch the train wreck unfold. Yes. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, I think the last one I watched was the Hairspray one, and it was just, it was atrocious, and, no, I take that back. Was Grease before Hairspray? Did anybody see The Little Mermaid? I, I purposely no. avoided that It was one. terrible. I like, heard that they mostly just played the movie. Yeah, it was, it, it, yeah. it was a weird thing, like, I'm like, wait, are are we watching a musical or watching the cartoon? What is happening? Well, and was... rumor has it that this is going to be something similar where they're playing the movie in the background, but then doing the songs and dance numbers live, which what? with like, did you watch Grease or Hairspray where they like traveled around? Okay. Grease, so yeah. I watched Grease because Aaron Tevitt was Danny mm-hmm. Zuko, Aaron Tevitt forever. It like jumped around and like, they tried to like do these like weird things where they'd be like outside, inside, outside, inside. And you were following this camera, but the amount of times where like things cut out and like things happened and issues happened, like I get it, it's a live production. But if you can't Keep do up it, with yeah, it, don't like do it don't do way. it. Like just figure out a way to do it where you don't have to have these these moments and these movements. Um, it's all set to happen in 2020, so this is coming in the fall. I'm assuming around Halloween because you have Frankenstein. Um, I just think ABC like needs to let go and let God with these things and just give it up. Now, one thing that 
was kind of it was in that same article that you were talking about mm-hmm. that I that I, I was reading. I was like, this part is actually really cool. That's not the only live show that they're going to do. They're also like uh, here next month. Um, they're doing yeah on February 11th. Uh, it's the same night as the New Hampshire primary. They're doing mm-hmm. a live episode of The Connors. Uh-huh. And um, the cool thing with they're, they're doing with that, it's going to be centered on election results, and they're going to have actual ABC News coverage incorporated into the broadcast. Yeah, they're doing That's so cool. Yeah, and they're doing two different. Um, airings or whatever they're doing a, a live recording for the east coast and a live recording for the west coast and it's Whoa. going to incorporate so like if something changes by the You'll time they do it. the west coast recording that's going to be different yeah. and i think that is amazing yeah i like that they're i like that idea like that feels more like they're mixing television and like news content versus just like trying to put on these productions that they can't handle um, it's a good way to get people involved in stuff like that when they wouldn't necessarily normally be. Exactly. And I mean, the Connors could use all the help that it can get. Wow. Um, and honestly, go ahead. I've seen a live TV production of a musical go really well. Uh, SpongeBob. Honestly, I felt like some of the stuff from the SpongeBob musical live on Nickelodeon was better than the original Broadway cast. Um, just some of the characters they were to pull in and voices that, definitely sounded more like the original mm-hmm. characters and they sang well and it was just a really good well put together production and then you had little mermaid yeah i mean so i've seen it both ways um abc needs to stop yes yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> they do yeah i'm waiting on disney to try to pull something like this with disney plus and i think they would be able to pull it off i mean they have the they you know it's disney they have more money than god so i think they would be able to pull it off um with a little bit more success than ABC has. It's not, I mean, ABC is where you go to watch the bachelor, not live musicals. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, last story that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, Matt, Puma's doing too much. What's Puma doing? (laughs) They are doing too much. Uh, things that you don't know you need or, well, I mean, you don't need them anyways. As an accessory for your gaming needs, you can get Puma Active Gaming Footwear socks. But no. They are 80 pounds, or that's well, I mean the price. Uh roughly a hundred US dollars through the Puma store uh for purchase in the USA. They promise a quote unquote knitted upper for comfort and breathability and a low rubber outsole for grip and a custom fit so apparently puma believes as this article says that video gaming involves a lot of athletic foot movement so not sure which games they think people are playing i feel like someone needs to tell puma what gamers actually do which is pretty much sit on their butt and not do anything yeah puma could design a recliner and get more gamers to purchase it but but there are multiple modes for these Modes? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, there's Seek Mode, which includes a medial, medial wrap-up grip. Uh, attack Mode, which has a lateral wrap-up support. And Cruise and Defense Mode, which has a heel wrap-up stability. <laughs> Maybe it's like one of those VR uh, like game arenas or something. I just can't think of... I mean, that would kind of make sense because if you're going to do like VR and it's actually one of the ones you actually can stand up and like right. move around the room, okay, then having some kind of grip and support would be good when you have your face covered. But 
past that. Yeah, right. Do you understand what video gaming is? Because I don't think you do. I mean, the people that can afford these performance gaming footwear um, are definitely not my eight-year-old who hops up and down when he shoots zombies. Hmm. So. <laughs> Y'all, I've turned down buying socks that I really like because they're like $6 for one <laughs> pair of socks. I am a very cheap mother effer. Uh, <laughs> like I've even like turned down buying like, you know, like the multi-pack of socks when they're like 15. I'm like, no, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for one pair of socks for one pair of gaming socks. You know no. what gaming socks is to me? The stitch socks that you guys gave me like an hour ago. <laughs> That's gaming socks to me. You're welcome. <laughs> like keep my feet warm. Like keep me cozy while we're yeah. That, that's all I need. I don't need hundred dollar socks. That... The the best thing about this is that they're not available in the U.S. You can't get them here. It's because nobody's stupid enough to stock them. Right. I mean, you can order them from the Puma website, and they might ship them. It's. Is that what it says? It's well, it says that though they aren't available to purchase in the USA. Oh, okay. So maybe I misread that. Yeah, but still. And how much are they in? About a hundred bucks. About a hundred bucks. Yeah. How much would you pay for a pair of socks? I won't even pay that for a solid pair of shoes. A couple dollars, honestly, for a pair of socks, a couple bucks. Yeah. I just <laughs> now mm. listen. If the socks have a bit of a sole and interchangeable innards that are like sort of the sock to the sock, then I might spend 30 bucks, but I'm not spending $100. I mean, and that's like for something that I would have to like has support and stuff. I can, you know, run around my house and or whatever. You just described a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I really it to, you know, no, like, no. it's got a, a hard rubber sole. Uh, I don't know, just something like that. You were over your socks. <laughs> I can I can walk around outside with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't yell at me at the grocery store if I walk in in them. I don't know. <laughs> They're my outdoor socks. Like. Outdoor socks. Uh, <laughs> wow. Also, I wouldn't spend hundred dollars on a pair of shoes either. No. Yeah, I have, honest. but they're my boots that I've worn for like eight years now. So yeah. you know, that's justified. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure like some sports shoes I bought when I was in like high school were probably a hundred dollars. But I was a teenager and I wasn't buying my own shoes, so you didn't care. <laughs> right now, I'm like, I'm sorry. You want how much? Eight dollars? Nope. I yeah, I will pay. Like in the hundred dollar range for shoes, but like a like there's got to be a reason, and b like I have to really like them. But yeah, otherwise it's like fifty, sixty bucks. What? No, no. Mm-mm. Can I get them on sale? My Do you have a coupon? Do you have a coupon? <laughs> so it better be an amazing coupon. Do you right. have a buy one get one, and buy two get three? <laughs> Ooh, that'd be free? nice. <laughs> buy two get three. Buy two get three free. That's a lot. That's a lot of shoes. That's a I lot mean, if of you shoes. go to Nashville, they have boot shops where you like. They, it's, it's literally buy one pair, get two free. But That's because they jack the price like up on the ones. <laughs> two, three hundred yeah. bucks a pair, so yeah. you're still paying like a hundred bucks for a pair of boots. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. I've done that actually. <laughs> so, all right. So that'll do it for this episode of the Geek Awakens. Uh, we'll be back next week, but in the meantime, join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, where where we'll keep this geek train rolling. See, I did change it. I told you I was going to. It's too close to election time for you to talk about trains. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Never do that again. Thanks. Week.
<laughs> while you're there, give us some feedback and tell us what what's getting your nerd senses tingling. Come on, listen to Geek Awakens. Thanks for listening. With that statement. Like Spidey senses? Come on now, guys. No, I mean we got it. Out. We just didn't like it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll be back next week. You probably won't with that new outro. I'll change it. Everybody, say nerd senses. Bye. Bye. Bye.